And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana High School Football All-Star Digest. I'm Coach Dave Baumgartner. Along with me is Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And we, of course, have our uh, star panelists with us, Coach Bob Bridge and Coach Marty Huber, both state championship caliber coaches. And, uh, guys, we have just come off of the semi-state round, and the state championship games are all matched up and ready to go. So um, let's... Uh, start off there and just talk about uh well we can start with 6a and uh coach ted huber we'll let you take it from there okay first of all i'll say uh there wasn't many uh close games yeah i noticed that over the weekend uh there was none in six and five a so anyway uh there was a couple and uh you know i'm sure that uh the gentleman will talk about that so uh, we have 6A, Merrillville travels to Westfield. Final score, 48, Westfield, 19, Merrillville. That was a little surprising to me. I didn't think it would be that much of a margin, although you never know what's going to happen when kids uh, have to go on a bus for a couple, three hours. Right. Okay. And in the southern semi-state at halftime it was 10-6 in favor of Center Grove well the big problem started for Ben Davis when they kicked it off for the third quarter because the third quarter got completely out of control and when the game was over Center Grove 45 Ben Davis, six. So that, uh, in talking with Jason Simmons, he felt really good about it, and I listened to it, and uh, I felt pretty good about it. And then all at once, like I said, we had a third quarter, and and uh, the uh, champions uh, played like champions. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, we will have uh, in 6A at 7 o'clock on – Saturday night, Westfield versus Center Grove. Now, I do have a couple here, observations. Uh, who's your Crossroads Conference champion, Westfield? They were 7-0, and and they're 12-1 and now. And I think that uh, I didn't realize this. I went down the list in the Who's Your Crossroads, and Brownsburg was 6-1. and Hamilton Southeastern was five and two. Fishers was four and three. Franklin Central was three and four. And Zionsville, who we'll talk about in a little bit, ended up sixth in the eighteen conference, two and five. Wow. So my point is the Hoosier Crossroads Conference has a lot of good football teams in it. So there's some folk there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the only loss before Westfield uh, was the Cathedral, uh, first game of the year, 14 to nothing. Uh, last year they were runner-up, and uh, this year obviously it's the, uh, you know, it's the uh, dream matchup between them and Center Grove. Now, Center Grove, uh, is 13-0. and 0. They're the Mick champs. Carmel was 6-1. and 1. Everybody else had two or three losses. Uh, they were the, you know, returning state champions. They've won 27 straight games because they were 14-0 and 0 a year ago, and now they're 13-0. and 0. Okay? And they're ranked nationally. Okay? So, I'm going to start picking mine right now and we'll probably you guys can follow through with it. Sure. I really believe for the first time uh, in 2021 that the Hoosier Crossroads Conference is really, really close to the Mick Conference because uh, if you're from Central Indiana, you hear how tough the Mick Conference is. Right. Okay? But the um, uh Hoosier Crossroads, uh, boy, they have a lot of good teams in it. So I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to 
say that Westfield is going to give the Trojans their first loss in two years. Wow. And, uh, you know, they're just, they're, they're just a good, solid overall football team. And, uh, you know, they played somebody tough all year. So I pick Westfield. All right. David? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, uh, Westfield, I mean, my goodness, they certainly proved themselves. I mean, they beat a very good Merrillville team, and they beat them handily, I might add. But um, i tell you what, I'm just going to have to um, – Center Grove, like Coach Moore, we had him on the show several weeks ago talking about some of the key matchups there, and his game happened to be the key matchup. I think it was the Cathedral game. But anyway – the bottom line is there, I mean, he said it all, and he said it with all humility. I mean, you know, as far as it goes to their ranking and all that kind of stuff, it's like, hey, we're, we are the defending state champions, and until someone proves otherwise, uh, that's what we are. So I am going to go ahead and uh, not go so far out on a limb, I don't think, and I'll, I'll take Center Grove in that contest. Mr. Hubert? Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty big limb you're going out on there, big brother. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go to Center Grove also. Okay, all right. Thanks for the support. Yeah. <laughs> my 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 comments. Um, last year, Center Grove won the state against Westfield, thirty-eight to fourteen. Right. But I I looked at their schedules and points. And defensively, Center Grove, the most they've given up in a game is like 21 or 19. Mm -hmm. That wasn't very often. Mm -hmm. And Westfield, it's 28, 21, 19. So down through here, I'm going to try to have a theme of how many points you allow. Mm -hmm. And uh, both teams uh, don't do it very often. The Mm -hmm. other thing to coach Ted Huber and to the rating board, Center Grove was number one, and West Elders ranked number two. Wow. So the coaches didn't get that wrong. No. Okay. Now, right. are you going to – you aren't going to even no. go up the tree to get on the limb, are you? No. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I know both Eric Moore and Jake Gilbert, just like we've talked before. Sure. So, yeah, no. okay. All right. Don't no problem. All. Yes. Don't we yes. All. Yes. 5A. Zionsville, 52, Michigan City, 21. Zionsville made the trip north and uh, ended up scoring 52 points on the Wolves. In Ames Field. Okay. So then we have, all the way down south, New Albany coming up to the Indianapolis area and playing Indianapolis Cathedral. And Cathedral, 52, New Albany, 13. Okay? So the point is we have uh, Zionsville and Indianapolis Cathedral for the second year in a row. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, Cathedral is an independent. They play everywhere, anybody. Okay? And... uh, their only loss was to Center Grove, mm-hmm. 21 to 6, I think it was, back in the ninth week of the season. Okay. They were uh, champs a year ago, 5A state champs. Okay. And this is the 17th appearance for a fighting Irish football team in the state finals. And that is a record, is that correct? That is a record. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zionsville. I pointed out Zionsville is in the Hoosier Crossroads. Mm-hmm. And Zionsville's overall record now is 9-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Zionsville's record in the conference was 2-5. and five. Okay? And it doesn't sound like they're a very good football team. Okay? Now, as we look at them, uh, 52 points. Uh, at Michigan City is pretty good. Yeah. All right. I mean, they've scored about 35 points a game and given up 20 points a game yeah. uh, in the tournament. Uh, that's pretty close. They've scored over 43 points uh, 
over 43, averaged 43 points a game. And so, uh, again, um, it looks like to me that uh, Zionsville's getting closer, but uh, I'm going to stick with the Fighting Irish uh, until they get beat. So I pick Cathedral. Yeah, well, I'm just, uh, I mean, uh, there again, uh, Zionsville, as you pointed out, Ted, that they beat a good Michigan City team, and I know that firsthand because I was at Michigan City first uh, or second game of the year. But anyway, um, uh, <laughs> Cathedral, just they're like, they're this smaller version of Center Grove, and until you beat them, uh, they're going to remain state champions, and I think that they will uh, beat Zionsville, but I think it'll be a relatively close game because Zionsville's obviously doing something very right. Marty? Yeah, I'll take Cathedral. So we got a sweep on that one. And then my comment, Cathedral beat Zionsville last year in the state finals 46-28. to 28. Okay. Um, and so they're 5A and 6A are repeat of last year. Uh-huh. Cathedral coaches were ranked uh, ranked Cathedral number one. Zionsville ended up being twelfth. Uh, they were an honorable mention because of their record there. Right. Also, uh, Ted can bring this up when he talks to the commissioners. But at one time they talked maybe this year would be geographical. But no, they're going back. Odd odd classes are playing on Friday. Even classes Saturday. So both those games will be at 7 o'clock with the 5A on Friday and then the Center Grove Westfield 6A is Saturday at 7. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Just brought that up. Well, that's okay. good information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 1, 3, and 5 play Friday night and then the, 2. The Friday day. For or Friday, Friday day, day, yeah. Noon, noon, noon starts at noon. 3.30, noon, thir- noon 3.30, and 7. Okay, and then the All even guys days. go on Saturday. Is on that- Saturday. And is yes. that like noon and same time schedule? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Cool. All right. Uh, so we got a, all of our picks on there for the uh, 5A. Let's move on to 4A. Okay. Um, in 4A, Northridge uh, defeated, and here's a game that was fairly close mm-hmm. when Ted said the Northridge beat New Prairie 20-14. to 14. And then Mount Vernon of Portville played Evansville Memorial and beat them 42-28. to 28. Um, Northridge uh, lost four games, uh, Northwood Concord. But the two that jump out is Warsaw and Mishawaka, who run that offense that you can't run <laughs> uh, <laughs> in large schools. But Northridge is 10-4, and four, but they were not uh, rated. Mount Vernon... It's 13 and one. Uh, the one loss was to uh, Noblesville and David Sharp with his double tight uh, full tee. That was the very first game. So they might have had an edge on Mount Vernon, um, but that was their only loss mm-hmm. uh, to um, 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 on the season. And they're going to play at 3:30 on Saturday. Right. Uh, Dave, if you want to comment on Northridge, since the Tigers played them Mm -hmm. after, and you were still on a high from uh, Warsaw's freshman defeating Mishawaka on Thursday. Right. And then the Northridge game on Friday night. Well, uh, I tell you. I did screw that up. Yeah. That's (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) I appreciate that. Well, I got to tell you, uh, Northridge and their coaching staff and their kids and what they're doing up there from the Northern Lakes Conference standpoint, we're just all very, very proud of them, and we certainly wish them the best. And because of that pride and because I'm from the Northern Lakes Conference, I'm going to choose them to win just to go out of turn here. Um, Out of loyalty. Right. Yeah, out of loyalty to them, and you know they're they're just it's amazing. I did not think they'd get by um, New Prairie, and by golly, they right. did. So um, yes. I I think yeah. they they've got um, the magic potion going up there, and uh, maybe they're all eating at the Das Essen House on a regular basis. <laughs> uh, which, if they are, that's really good food, and it's paying big dividends. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a good football team. They're well coached, and they're just. Uh, 
a big, physically big team. So um, I think that they can do it. There were some uh, pretty neat things in the Tribune on Northridge article this today. Okay. Anybody, the, the kid that uh, scored the winning touchdown is a great football name, man. His name is Jethro Postetler. Okay. <laughs> he caught it with a uh, made it to, to catch seventy yard touchdown pass with a minute thirty to go in the game. So right. Uh, and that quarterback uh, moved in from Schoolcraft, Michigan. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. All right. And then uh, he uh, he also had an interception at the end of the game. To New Prairie was going down to score to go ahead, and uh, the got the quarterback made an interception to end the game. Wow. Very neat. Yeah, that's yes. a that's my kind of move in right there. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness, that's great. Well, I just think, uh, like I said, they're doing a great job, and I certainly like to see them win a state championship. Well, while you're talking, Dave, uh, uh, Northridge uh, playing Warsaw and then beating New Prairie, there can't be a Bart Curtis connection there. Well, there? I'm not. I wasn't going to comment <laughs> on that because <laughs> okay. I still work whether for Bart. Whether but, whether yeah, I know whether it's a good one or bad one. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, <laughs> nevertheless, um, yeah, it's uh, there is a connection. Okay. Absolutely. Where did uh, Wogeman go? The coach at the former coach at Northridge. He he stayed on as a teacher. I don't know that he's working with uh, their football program anywhere, but he's not. He didn't go coach anywhere else. He's oh, okay. still there. It's the way Where I understood it. Where's his head coaches from? Where is I he know, from? He's only, 20, he's only 26. Yeah, he's Chad, in. Uh, Epley, this is his first year there. Yeah, but. I know. Was he an assistant there? Yeah, what? he was an assistant, yeah, wasn't he, Bob? So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah, he was. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, that's how that well, all hooked up there. You know, which, well, which uh, lends itself to, okay, uh, Mount Vernon, uh, Vince Lighty, the head coach. Right. Whitey's been coaching 20 plus years, probably close to 25 years as an assistant. This is his first head coaching job. Okay. Wow. His father was the head coach at Castle back in the day. Right. And Vince uh, and Doug Hurt, who is the head coach at Castle now, uh, were hyped. And they played together on the last state championship team that Castle had. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is something that I'm sure that uh, Vince uh, is very proud of because, like I said, his father won two state championships. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Um, They, uh, the game started out with no defense. Okay. Uh, I don't know the order of all this, but somebody scored, the other one got the ball and scored. Somebody scored, they got the ball and scored. Uh, somebody uh, turned it over, and uh, I think uh, uh, Memorial turned it over, and um, Mount Vernon scored, and then Memorial come back and scored. Now, the second half was probably a little bit like a 6A second half, in that uh, the one team uh, took took charge of it and ended up winning the game. So, anyway, um, this game I'm sure will be physical. I know it will be physical with Mount Vernon, and I would assume it's going to be physical with Northridge. Yep. Because of the you know because uh, Northridge type of kids, okay. And you've got the Hostetler. Um, uh, Hostetler uh, name in there, which uh, uh, you know, uh, Northridge and Northwood and some parts of Bremen as I grew up. Anyway, uh, the Dutch community would be proud. And, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and uh, it's just uh, it's just going to be a hard-nosed game, and it's hard. It's hard not to pick Northridge because it seems like they're a team of destiny. Yeah. But um, I'm picking Mount Vernon. <laughs> so much for <laughs> destiny right out the window. <laughs> You're gone, destiny. Okay. Well, that's fine, coach. 
No problem. I mean, that's a, hey, let's face it, in any of these games, I mean, you know, this is a state championship game, so who knows how it's going to go. You guys, I don't know if anybody figured it out, but last week, uh, the three of us that picked them, uh, you uh, missed three, David. Oh, I did. Okay. Marty missed three. Okay. And I missed four. Wow. Okay. And, and Coach Bridge, Bridge missed he missed all yeah. of them. Yeah, okay. Bridge, no, no. You're no, 0 and 12. No, no. no. <laughs> I, no I, got, I got right. I got one right. <laughs> yeah. With Cena at right. Cena versus Modern Day, I said, yeah. I'm taking the Catholics. Catholics, right. okay. So, so you got one. <laughs> yes. So you're. So anyway, we're up, Martin. You're up. <laughs> so your choice, Marty? Oh, I'm gone. I'm, I'm going Northridge. All right. There's another eight. Two against one. And forget that. I'm, are you guys going to be eating Thanksgiving dinner together? It might come to blows there with what's going on there with uh, some disagreement. I I, uh, I read the Indianapolis Star today. I'm not going to say whether I'm a fan or not, but there was a good article about Vince Lighty going up in the stands after the game at Evansville Memorial. His mom was down visiting family. Mm-hmm. And after the game, he wanted to go up there and hug her because she was down there visiting. Sure. And I thought that was a nice personal touch. So Absolutely. I'm just mentioning that. Cool. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But tomorrow the Indianapolis Star will have the Colts winning the Super Bowl. Well. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, okay. okay, let's move on. Okay. All right. We're into 3A. Okay. Um, for Buff Jesuit, beat Mishawaka Marion. And Ted talked about close game, 17 to 16. Where Buff has lost two games. They're 12 and 2. Their two losses are to Indianapolis Roncalli and Indianapolis Cathedral. Um, So I think that's impressive. Yeah. Gibson Southern on Saturday at 5 o'clock in the afternoon played Tri West. And they won forty-four to seven. Destroyed them. And and their quarterback is what going to Purdue, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. So Nick Nick Hart is there. This is his tenth year. The Titans are thirteen and one. Their one loss was to South Warren or Southern Warren in Kentucky. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, here again, Kentucky scored forty-two points on them. Lawrenceburg twenty-nine. New Albany, who was in the tournament um, just recently, scored 24. Mm. That's it. But they're going to score a lot. Uh, let's go to Burbuff. Uh, Cathedral uh, scored 45 on them. Mm. Ron Colley scored 28, and Chatard scored 19. The rest of the teams, they've kind of shut down. Mm. And uh, let's go back to the first game. And uh, I did a scientific uh, <laughs> connection with West Lafayette and Burbuff. Uh-huh. Okay. By the way, let's go back. Northridge at ten and four was not uh, mentioned by the coaches' poll. Mount right. Vernon finished number four. Right. Burbuff finished second in the poll behind West Lafayette. Gibson Southern finished third. Okay. So there's again kudos to the coaches Pretty close, on yeah. the three A rating board. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so that is uh, it, it, it's going to be a game, and it's on Friday afternoon at three thirty. Mm-hmm. So for Buff Jesuit versus Gibson Southern, and our picks are Ted Huber. Well. You know, I, I should wait until you guys pick, and then I'll pick. The other. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I'm not a scared. I'm not scared to make my pick. Right. So, I'll go. Uh, for, I'll go first. Go ahead Let Marty it. go first. That's fine. Uh, because I don't. You know, because I don't have any friends that are coaches. Right. Right. And um, anybody that listens to this, you right. Know, I wouldn't want them to get well, y- you don't have a duck room that might get burnt down by anyways, some upset coach, um, too. So. Gray Buff, Gray Buff, uh, obviously is from Indianapolis, mm. and you know they've lost in the two Catholic schools there. They're in the ca- the Catholic the center 
circle, you know, the circle center uh, conference, and uh, they played tough, tough people all, all year long. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, Gibson Southern has scored uh, out of sight. Now their overall yeah. uh, conference uh, people and the people they play on the schedule is nowhere near the caliber uh, of uh, Ron Co- of. Um, you know, break off. off. Yeah. Okay. However, uh, they do score some points now. Yeah. All right. Uh, the, in the tournament series, uh, in five games, they scored an average of 44.2 points. Wow. They've given up 16 points. But the point is, Rebuff's given up 12.8. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the point is, it's the passing game. Of Gibson Southern, Southern. versus Bobs, yeah. who is hard nosed, you know, have done this before, right. and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, uh, do you believe that uh, they can stop the passing game? Do you believe that the passing game uh, will continue to go? I will tell you this: if uh, if I was Gibson Southern, I would be happy, happy, happy that I'm playing indoors. Because right. uh, uh, they're going to be running around that uh, Lucas Oil Stadium, and like it or not, I'm picking the Titans. Whoa! All right, now I need a, a little refresher in my memory before I make my. Didn't Burbuff knock out Ron Colley though in the state tournament run? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, they didn't. They didn't play. So oh no, no. Colley. Oh, they, no. they didn't play him. Ron Colley's a four. Oh yeah, that's right. right. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah. but did they? But they did play regular season, and that's where Ron Colley. Vernon Mount Vernon beat Ron Colley. Ron Colley. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. All right. But Burbuff did play um, Ron Colley and got beat by him. Yes. In regular season. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, and Ron Colley scored 28 points on him. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Gibson Southern. I, I think they're. I think in a indoor setting like that, where they can throw the ball around, uh, I think they can beat them. I'm going to go with uh, Burbuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think that's a bad choice. Being, being a Protestant, <laughs> you're going to pick the Catholic. Uh, <laughs> All right. Sometimes you don't have a choice. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, let's move on then. Uh, are we okay to go? Oh, no, Coach Bridge, did you want to make any commentary on that? I mean, no, they're playing at three thirty on Friday. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right, very good. Yes. All right, two A. Take two it away, a. Marty. All right, uh, I took a little different approach to this than you guys did, but it'll all work out. I'm sure. It will. Uh, in the north, in two A, number four, Andrean. Traveled to number six East Side and beat them seventeen to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andran has uh, won in their these teams that are in the finals in two A all have storied programs. They've had a lot of success in a tournament. Mm-hmm. Andran has won twenty sectionals, ten regionals, six semi states, and two states. Wow. They won the state in uh, two thousand four. In 2013, mm-hmm. the last time they were in the finals was 2014, and they lost the Tri-West 49-27. Mm. Uh, their state titles came in uh, 2004. They beat Heritage Hills 21-14, and their other state championship was 2013. They beat uh, Burbuff Jesuit 35-27. Mm. Uh, Chris Skinner is the coach at Andre and he's 55 and 21 in his sixth year for the 59ers in the South Indianapolis, the number 10 Indianapolis, Cena hosted Evansville modern day and modern day won 23 to seven. Uh, modern day has won 23 sectionals, 14 regionals, five semi-states, and one state championship. They won a state championship in 2000. They beat Fort Wayne Lures 57-29, and the last time they were in the finals was 2014, 
and they lost to Rensselaer Central 45-21. to hmm. Mike Goble is the coach. Of course, he's 248-78 and 78 in his 20, 25th year as head coach of the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm going to go with the South on this one. I'm going to go with the uh, modern day. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh... All right. Go ahead, David. Well, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised Modern Day only won one state championship in football. I thought there were more than that. but um, So that's kind of interesting news to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I will, uh, boy, I don't know. Man, that's that's Andrean against Modern Day. Wow. Um, what a game that's going to be. Um, I'm going to go with the North. I'm going to go with Andrean. They play a hell of a schedule. I know Modern Day does too, but... Andrean starts out playing the Colts and then the Packers and then Detroit Catholic <laughs> and stuff like that. So, and then and then yep. they play Maryville and they go zero and four and then from then on they take over. So I'm going to go with Andrean. Yeah, Andrean uh, only beat each side by three. Mm-hmm. All right, Andrean may be the best defensive football team uh, in the tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, especially since they're in the two A tournament. In the tournament, their defensive average is six points per game. Hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it's hard, to, it's hard to pick because this is the way it should be. You know, right. I mean, you got two teams that are going to line up, and they're both hard-nosed kids. They're both hard-nosed teams. And, um, you know, may the best man win. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike Gable has been there 25 years, like Marty said. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave uh, Bumgardner thinks uh, he walks on water. Yeah, he does. I'm and, sure. Uh, <laughs> I have no doubt so about he, that. Uh, and so, therefore, he picked him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the safe bet would be to take probably Andrean because of, of the schedule. But uh, I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take the Wildcats. I'm oh, going to no. take Modern Day. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Now, to be clear, I picked Andrean, just so you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, my comments, Andrean ended up in the coaches poll fourth, Modern Day seventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, last year, uh, Andrean lost to Pioneer in the regional. In 2019, they lost in the semi-state to Eastbrook. The two losses for modern day are Evansville Memorial and Jasper. And they have allowed in a couple games, the most points scored on them twice was 29 and 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they play Saturday at noon. My prediction, the Catholics will win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are such a, you know, such an inspiration to me, Coach Bridge. I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a limb oh, wow. and say the Catholics are going to win. That's incredible. 13-2 and, and 12-2. and two. That's right. pretty good. That's not bad. All right, 1A. 1A. Now, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back up. Uh, Central Indiana, if you think about it, and I, and I looked at these uh, 12 teams that are, you know, that won and are in the tournament yet, and uh, – 2A is the only class where there's not a Central Indiana school in it. Mm-hmm. You got Andrean in the north and Evansville in the south. Everything else has got that. I'm not sure what that means, mm. but uh, just thought I'd point that out. No, I, I have a I have a comment after we talk about the matchups about that, Ted. Whether it will bother anybody or not, but I have a comment about that. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> hey. Um, so, Mr. Lionheart, do you want us to move on to 1A before yes, you make yes, your comments? Yes, oh, okay. Yes, All right. Yes, go, yeah. Braveheart, not Lionheart. Braveheart, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. My go. favorite movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, 1A. Uh, North Judson, who's number 10 in 1A. No, wait, wait. North Judson's St. Pierre. St. Pierre, yeah. Sorry. Okay. I mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Hosted uh, number two, Adam Central, who was twelve and one. Uh, Adam Central beat him forty-two to seven. Uh, Adam Central, uh, with giving up North Judson seven points, I think they've given up. What is it now? 
Well, 67. 25 67. points. Yeah, 67 points. total. 67 total points the entire year. Oh, year, in the entire yeah. year. Oh, wow. Yes. 25 in the tournament. Yes. Mm. Total. Uh, they've won 22 sectionals, 14 regionals, and one semi-state. And they won one state championship in 2000. They beat Attica 29-21. to 21. Uh, The last time they were in it was in 2000. Uh, Mike Mosier is the coach. He's 113-46 uh, in 13th year, uh, coaching the Flying Jets. And, Bridge, you talk about the coach's poll being pretty accurate. Yes, here's it's one, one and two. You're, Again, you got one versus two. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. In the south, uh, try travel two, number one, Indianapolis Lutheran, and got beat 56 to 13. Uh, Indianapolis Lutheran has won eight sectionals, six regionals, and one semi-state. The last time in the state tournament was in 2019. They lost uh, uh, Lafayette Central Catholic 29 to 28 in the mm-hmm. finals. Mm-hmm. Dave Pash, is that how you pronounce that? Pash is uh, hey, Pash, coach. Yes. Yeah, yes. the coach 122 and 53 in his 14th year for the Saints. Who are fourteen and zero going into the state tournament, and Adam Central is thirteen and one. So again, their only loss came to uh, East Side. That was nineteen to twenty-one early in the yeah. season. Early, oh. yeah. yeah. Second game, yeah, yeah. So this should be—I I don't know. I think I'm going to go with the North on this one. I'm going to stick with Adam Central just because of their defense. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, go ahead, David. Well, uh, I tell you, in Indianapolis Lutheran is. Uh, we've talked to him a couple of times throughout our um, following of the regular season and into the tournament there. And uh, and boy, they just are very impressive with their scoring points and stuff. So it's going to be an offense against a defense there, and you, they say defense wins championships. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Adam Central. All right, uh, Adam Central. Uh, defense is really, really good. Uh, they only score 47 points a game uh, on offense, okay? Mm, I think uh, if we had uh, the capability to go back on these and listen to these as we speak, uh, I think I said about a m- two months ago that uh, when Adam Central put the hammer on South Adams like they did and they kept doing it and doing it and doing it, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any question that Adam Central has a very, very good chance to be a state champion. Uh, Indianapolis Lutheran uh, a year ago got beat in the semi-state by Covenant Christian who won the state. And guess who they played? They played South Adams. Mm-hmm. And so we have the Adams connection here uh, as we go along. But I'm going to concur, and I'm going to pick the uh, Adams Central Flying Jets to upset the Saints and uh, win a state championship. All right. I'd like to to see their mascot on the sidelines. Yeah. What, the Flying Jets? Yeah, he does Flying it. Jet, yeah. Well, what the, hell, I, what, the, what the hell does the Flying Jet look like? Well, okay, right. all right. Marty, I can answer that. Uh, <laughs> having having been a head coach at South Adams for 10 years, mm-hmm. Adams Central and South Adams were back uh, formed in the late 50s, early 60s during the Sputnik time. Oh, yeah. So it's the South Adams Starfires and – the Adams Central Flying Jets at the time. So it has to something to do with space. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I'm going to disagree with Ted, and Ted and I roomed together last weekend, Dave. Wow. Um, in, in any IFCA function, we usually roomed together, even though we played against each other in college, and then we coach against one, each other for one. I'm going to disagree with him and say Adams Central is the best defensive team ah. rather than Andrean in the tournament. Right. Now, having been a 10-year coach at South Adams mm-hmm. um, and the number one opponent rival, this mm-hmm. is Bremen Jimtown, is South Adams 
Adam Central. Right. But I want to pick, and I want to Whoa. go on record. Whoa. I am rooting for the Adam Central Jets. Now, wait a minute. I want them to win big. So you're That's picking them. Record. You aren't just rooting for them. You're picking them. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And Whoa. I'm rooting for them also. Uh, uh, a side like to this, that if, if Mike and them are listening, uh, Dave Duenschwander played for us at South Adams as a quarterback, wishbone quarterback, mm-hmm. the preseason. But his dad, Rod Mosier, coached with us when I first got there. This is his 50th year of coaching. Wow. He told me that he's going to retire and that he's going to get a plaque. And I corrected him. I said, no, you don't get a 50-year plaque. No. It's a watch. There you, you go. get a watch. Mm-hmm. What a great way for him to end his coaching career. Oh, wow. At Lucas Oil on Friday afternoon at noon. Mm-hmm. And so I'm picking and uh, emotionally – I'm really rooting for the Jets. Yes. Okay. Well, there goes all your credibility with Indianapolis Lutheran, just so you know. I just want you to be aware of that. That's okay. That's okay. So no more. I I don't mind. All right. I don't mind that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, there it is. We've got all the picks in, all the lineup for the state championship games, and, uh, I tell you what, it's I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be great to be down there and to see these teams play. We've talked about them all year, um, and uh, I'm just excited to be able to uh, to see um, all you know all of these great football teams, high school football teams, play each other uh, down at Lucas Oil Friday and Saturday. I encourage everybody uh, to uh, get out there and uh, go see this because it's going to be some epic battles out there. So, uh, anything else? For, uh, we want to move on and make a few comments here, uh, uh, Coach Ted Huber, about, um, well, we got a couple of things. First of all, just a quick summary there. You guys did your, uh, we had uh, uh, Coach Smith and Coach Bovenkirk on last week, and they talked about um, the process you guys went through of sorting out uh, the stuff out of uh, the um, Hall of Fame down in Richmond, and that all went smoothly for everyone. Is that accurate? Except my roommate. Okay, well, well, you were in much nicer accommodations than I was when I was down there. That's well, all I've got to say. Definitely, but. definitely, we up. Uh, Bob Gaddis upgraded definitely. Okay, uh, but the breakfast, the breakfast was not as good. Oh, okay. And Ted will tell you that. All right. But we right. spent quality time with Ken Jordan. Sure. Yes. And the Bears. Yes. Quality time. Yes. It was good to hear. I, and I did get a message from Coach Ted Huber that. Yes. He said to say hello, and I'm just really glad that he's doing well, and uh, he's a great guy and, and a great one, coach. Just a sidelight talking about the state finals. Yeah. Um, when we were there Monday, Joe Jingleball and uh, John Elliott came up. It was like a four-hour trip from North Posey down in um, the, the boondocks of yeah. Evansville. Yeah. And there was a um, glass case of stuff from Jasper. Oh. And Jerry Brewer's straw hat was oh, in there. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And I, yeah, and I said, "Hey, Joe, you got to take this home." Right. So they got the case open, and Jerry Brewer's hat uh, re- was returned to Jasper. Wow, great! Uh, now, people listening to this have no idea, but if you ever saw Jerry Brewer, and I remember in the Hoosier Dome when Jasper was there, there he had that straw hat on, right. and I thought this is it, it was worth the trip. Just for that. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I rescued Joe Talley's plaque and picture. Great. Okay. I brought it home with me. Cool. Um, uh, I am going to be giving it to their family. Mm -hmm. Uh, I talked to Dave Land. Dave Land asked me, first of all, if I had it. And I said, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And, um, I uh, would be more than happy to give it to somebody that if it's family or school or whatever, because what I didn't want to happen is I didn't want it to set somewhere in a box, uh, you know, anywhere that uh, anybody didn't want. Right. Anyway, uh, I have that and I'm going to bring it down this week uh, down to the state tournament. And uh, if you, Dave, want to see the, plaque in the picture yeah. of uh, the Joe Daly that we talk about all the time. I do. I will have it. 
and then Absolutely. I will give it to Dave Land. Cool. So, yes. Um, you know, that's the kind of thing that a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You know, uh, so I have, uh, like, for instance, Marty, I have, and I yes. bring it with me. Tell him uh, that. Coach Bungie's plaque. And Ooh. I got Coach Bungie's picture. Cool. I was just going to ask you that. Huh? I was just going to ask you that. Marty, Marty, I'm going to interject here. Uh, we went back Tuesday, and Ted picked up a Bremen helmet. Ooh. And he said on the way home back to Noblesville, uh, should I give this to Marty or Coach Funky? I said, either one, but don't let it just sit in that building. Right. So he has a Bremen helmet uh, with the small B. It's not a six, it's right. a small B. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> so Marty, yeah, I'll, bring it with me. Yeah. I'll bring it with me up for Thanksgiving. And uh, if you want it, you can have it. If uh, you don't want it, uh, somebody in our family might want it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's just uh, so that that well, that was the, right. the uh, really kind of neat things of being there, uh, uh, even though it was emotional for everybody. Sure, of being there and saying, "Oh!" But then when you're taking Joe Tally stuff and a Bremen helmet and mm-hmm. whatever, it's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, it's, it's an awesome experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I just person. go ahead. I no. go ahead, Marty. I'm sorry. No, I don't have anything. Well, I just go wanted ahead. to, I just hope, I mean, um, you know, the goal is the way I understand this and is once we get it back to every one of the regions is going to get their share of, um, the, the, uh, items that were in the hall of fame. And then, uh, I certainly hope that those, uh, objects are taken back to the particular schools and are given a place uh, of honor, a place that yeah. they can be looked whatever, at whatever and seen. The, That'd be really neat. And there were three coaches uh, who took sick days to come down. Uh, Buzz from South Central, way up in the region, mm-hmm. he came and a church man and took all of Region 1 stuff, which is a lot. That'd be a bunch, uh, yeah. And John Paul, uh, Paul Bryant Say from Cherubusco came down and took Region 3 stuff. Good. on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then there was a guy by the name of Bart Curtis who mm-hmm. came down and took region two stuff back right. because, uh, Scott Bowman Kirk was taken back Notre Dame stuff and so forth. Right. Dave Land took, uh, ball state stuff. And then I took the region five. Right. So we had dispersed, but there were guys, what said nine, 10, 11 or 12 guys there on Monday. Right. Right. Yeah, that's good. And everybody worked their rear ends off. Sure. Yeah. You know, and what another thing they're going to do, uh, some of them, they're going to bring with them uh, to the uh, board of directors meeting. We have that on Saturday right? Uh, at the Omni at the state tournament. And a lot of the guys are bringing it, uh, bringing it down. And uh, that would be a way to transfer some of that stuff to the uh, – and I think, advisors Ted, and, Ted, yeah. Ted, I think they're going to do that more so at the rating board the following weekend because it's easier to do it at the Sheridan than the valet parking at the Omni. Mm. I'm not trying to correct you on air, but never mind. <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> you don't be going out. You've gone out on too many limbs already in this show. I, I, so I, I, you, know, I know. you better step back a little bit here, but. Okay. But at any right. rate, um, yeah, well, I'm glad that that, um, went as well as it did. I know, uh, I talked to Bart about it and it is an emotional thing. If you have, uh, got any emotional ties in high school football, it would be an emotional thing to be down there just walking amongst those pictures and the plaques and all the paraphernalia around there. Um, uh, it is an emotional thing. Um, but, uh, you know, congratulations to you guys on getting that job done and just, uh, you know, cause that someone had to do it and it fell on you guys' shoulders and, uh, it sounds like you had a pretty good turnout to get the job done. So that's great. Yes. They really worked. They really, really worked hard on money. Right. Yes, certainly. Yeah. I have a question. I got a question. What happens now to the hall of fame? I mean, the guys that get inducted, is it over? Uh, or? No, no, no. What's it's, happening? with that uh ted go ahead it's, it's a good question oh you're the man you're the man no 
It's on the website now. It'll all be virtual. Okay. Okay. So instead of having, instead of buying two plaques, one for a building, one for the, the person Recipient. or the yeah. family, yeah. now you get, you buy one plaque, um, and that goes to the family. If the school, like Bremen or Jimtown, wants to buy two, one for their trophy case, that's available. But now it's all on the website, mm-hmm. new updated website. Cool. That will be that becomes um, effective uh, early January. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's all through the IFCA now. Yes, yes, right. yes. All right, great. Yes. And Good question. Bob Ridge will be in the middle of it because he's in charge of, uh, you know, the nominations and all that stuff. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Well, all that right. answers my question. Yeah. All right, Good question, Marty. Um, all right, let's talk uh, just momentarily. We've got a special edition of the show coming up. It'll be recorded on Tuesday afternoon. It'll go up on Tuesday evening uh, on the Spotify and on the uh, podcast channel that we use. Uh, and uh, Ted Huber, Coach Huber, uh, set this up. So I'm going to let you kind of inter- introduce it and tell people what's going to be in the special edition of that show. Well, we're going to have uh, the... IHSAA Commissioner, Paul Dynick, the new commissioner. Mm-hmm. We're going to have uh, Robert Falkins, the assistant commissioner of the IHSAA. Mm-hmm. And Robert is in charge of football right. as one of his mm-hmm. duties. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to have uh, Bob Gaddis, who is the Indiana Football Coaches Association uh, executive director on it. And uh, he's going to talk a little bit about the relationship we have with the IHSAA. And uh, I think we're going to have him introduce uh, Mr. Nidek and Mr. Falcon since he's uh, familiar with them. Sure. And uh, we're going to let them discuss uh, their feelings about the tournament. And uh, one of the things I think that Robert's going to talk about is uh, how unique our football tournament is uh, in that everybody that has a football team, uh, all 320-plus uh, are in the tournament in Indiana, uh-huh. and that is not the case other places. Right. Uh, that's one of the things he's going to talk about, and I think one of the things that uh, Mr. Nidek is going to talk about would be the um, – the importance of football, the importance of uh, the IHSAA as they are uh, involved academically and athletically. Mm-hmm. So uh, it will be uh, something that uh, I think uh, will be very interesting to to hear, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to be there. At that point in time, I'm being a grandfather. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's, uh, oh. you know. Right. But, uh, Congratulations. Able, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be able to listen to it. And uh, uh, and then if uh, somebody screws up, and then what I'll do is I'll correct it. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to doing that one, too. And, of course, this show will be posted up here within the next hour. Uh, I have a comment. I have a comment, David. Oh, go right ahead. Uh, and Ted, correct me, or you just bleep me out. Um, <laughs> when you just said that everybody's in the tournament, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Now, right. I've already gotten uh, emails and texts and phone calls. How many private schools are in it? How many uh, metropolitan Indianapolis schools are in it? Heck with it. You're in it. Right. You're in it. You know, and um, a coach that I know extremely well, at one time uh, there was a school called Jimtown and a school called Bremen that had rivalries. Mm -hmm. And then they were split into different sectionals, and Jimtown went east and was in Fort Wayne Lure sectional. Mm -hmm. So they griped and griped, and then finally – Bill Sharp said, come into my office, A.D., roll up your sleeves, gripe, we'll drink beer later, but gripe, and now, from when you walk out of this office, roll up your sleeves. How can we beat Fort Wayne Lures? Right. So, any kind of negativism, uh, I don't care 
whether Center Grove and them were in it last year. Roll up your sleeves. You're on the field. You have a chance. Get your program. Raise the level. Don't try to make it easy for you to get to the tournament. Raise the level. So that's just a comment. And maybe that'll come up Tuesday on that podcast. But, But Indiana has everybody in it. Uh, and I thought of today when we we're sitting here, Connorsville didn't have a real good record year, but they played in the sectional finals. Right. What a memory for those kids. Sure. And then the last thing, and I'll shut up, David. No. You and I have talked about this. Um, next Friday and Saturday, you're hugging those seniors oh, for the yeah. last time. Oh, yeah. And whether you've won it or you didn't win it, and your relationship with them doesn't end. No. It just changes. Right. It just changes. And that will be an emotional time, sure. but you get to share it at Lucas Oil, the right. epitome. Right. And if you're going, why and not the heck go down or be there thinking you're going to win it? Yep. Okay. I sh- I'm shutting up. I'm sorry, boys. I No, that's great. I just, you know, so that's Joe Talley would say hug and let's, uh, stand around and uh, commence as football people. <laughs> you know, and, and uh, Coach Bridge, the reality, too, of what a little bit of what you were saying there in the first part of your comments was the fact that, and uh, we have a saying, and I think Bart instituted around here, uh, you know, um, get better or get used to it, one of the two. Yes, I mean, exactly. The bottom line yeah. is, you know, we can all complain about, well, this school gets to do this and that because they can right. recruit and all that kind of stuff. But that, you know, that's not the issue here. The issue is what can you do to make yourself better? To, and that's the, I mean, exactly. that's an applic- application to your whole life, not just a, a football exactly. season. So exactly. I think that that's a legit. And there's Northridge. They're absolutely. They're absolutely. The state finals, you know. You bet. And Warsaw beat them, you know, yeah. but they're there. Yeah. So while they're there. Why not beat Mount Vernon? Sure. Or when you come home, hug your seniors and what? Oh, and yeah. In December, what a great year. Yep. Okay, absolutely. I'm done pontificating. No, okay. no. I enjoy one other thing, Dave. We are doing uh, at the state tournament, and uh, Coach Bridge and I, and uh, you're supposed to help us. We'll I find will. out whether you do or not. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Well, I three I, years I, three years ago yes. we had the first group. This is 1973 cool. Nineteen seventy three to nineteen eighty nine, and then we had the second group two years ago, one hundred nineteen ninety to two thousand and four. Right, and then we uh, last year didn't do it obviously, and then this year we're finishing up with the two thousand five up to the people who were in it in two thousand twenty and. Mm. When I say in it, I mean that coach, head coaches that coached in the state finals. Right. And the uh, ones that uh, when they are honored, it's when they were coaching there for the first time. Right. We're going to have, right now we have 33 people coming down. Great. Uh, We have 17 on uh, Friday and uh, 16 on Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, they will be announced uh, after the first completion of the first game, which is the 12 o'clock game, which mm-hmm. on Friday will be the 1A game, right? and then on Saturday it'll be the 2A game, mm-hmm. and uh, then they will be lined up in the end zone on the end line, and they will be introduced over the uh, you know, the microphone and mm-hmm. they will step out and be recognized. And, uh, you know, what, uh, uh, Bob, uh, was it last year when, or two years ago when you were there, when you got yes. yours? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, uh, and, and, uh, Marty, uh, Marty's had some, uh, problems getting around, so he never got the chance to do that. But both of these guys, uh, have won state championships. Right. Uh, Marty has won a state championship and unfortunately lost one. But as Bob said, he was there. Right. Yes. Uh, and uh, so anyway, uh, that's what we're doing. And uh, then uh, next year will be the 50th, 50th year of the state finals. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to decide uh, what we're going to do to commemorate the 50th year. Mm-hmm. But uh, the IFCA is totally involved in everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So one, uh, one, anyway, one sideline and watch it. Well, one sideline. Uh, 1974, I was an assistant at Blackford mm-hmm. for Eldon Lee. So he he's 10 years older than I am. So he wasn't there. So I was there. But. I got to meet Bill Harwood's family because they were down representing him. And I still have his daughter's uh, phone uh, information, contact information, because I talked to his two daughters and his son. And we just had, uh, we didn't even want to get to the step up to the goal line because we were visiting from the Boonville Blackford game of 1974 and then talking about. Bill Harwood being a past president on our past president's committee. Mm -hmm. Those are special times. It really is. You bet. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so neat that they're right. You guys are doing that. Recognizing the uh, IFCA is recognizing the coaches that have been involved in the state championship games. And uh, I know I talked to Myron Dickerson about this and he was in the first group that went that, and he totally enjoyed that experience being down there, seeing the people that, uh, you know, the contemporaries of that time that were yes, involved yeah. in that, that is just a really a cool thing to do. And I think my hat's off to you guys for putting that together. That's a great idea. And it's, it's a great no, thing. It's, it's, it's a Ted Robert Balkins organi- organized. Right. Thing. Well, yeah. it's a neat thing to do. I know coach there Curtis one, is uh, going to be down there. There was so. a guy I was talking to. I won't mention any names, but uh, I saw him later and I said, you know, how did you, one of the coaches and I said, how did you, uh, how did you enjoy it? He said, well, let me put it this way. He said, uh, I usually probably about nine or nine thirty go to bed. Right. And he said, uh, that night I didn't leave Indianapolis until one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, he was having so much fun and sure. having, uh, enjoying himself talking to these coaches that, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we, like, you know, like Bob and I and Marty and, and people like that that are active in the coaches association. Uh, we see people all the time. Right. Right. Well, if you're not active in the coaches association, you may not see these people. Right. And there are people like, for instance, that you coached against that you, you know, were the head coach of the team that you played in 19, 1985 or something. And you haven't seen them since then. Right. And it was like, Wow, you know. Yes. So uh, I think it was uh, probably Robert and I's idea. I don't know. We, uh, you know, worked hard on it, and uh, it's been very, very good. Absolutely. It goes back. It goes back to Joe Talley relationships. Yeah. That's what you remember, and the relationships extend not only to the players, but your staffs plus your opposing coaches. Back in the day when you traded film on Saturday instead of. <laughs> right, yeah. right, sure, absolutely. I mean, I I had lunch at Coach Bunky's house, getting film on Wawa C <laughs> uh, <laughs> when we were when Blackford was going to play Wawa C yeah, okay. in '73. So that's I why we lost. Enough. It's Coach Bunky's fault. To drive to Goshen. <laughs> huh? Oh wow! I used to have to drive to Goshen on Friday night. Yes, yes. For Coach Bunky to right. get the film. So, Right. So, yeah, to get the film, then you had to go back. You know? right. yeah. and I did that um, in, in, to go to Fort Wayne late, late Friday to get a process. <laughs> right. All the old days, but that's it goes back to what Ted just said. It's all about relationships, yep. as Joe Talley would say. All Absolutely. Right. Gentlemen, this has been fun. It's good fun. stuff. Marty, I, I, I need to, you and I need to meet at uh, Silver Lake sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a panel of experts, you guys have done a great job. I appreciate it there. Uh, we'll, um, of course, uh, the podcast will continue, and you guys are more than welcome to be on the podcast anytime uh, as we're going to go back into once we get through the state championships here. Um, we're going to get back into um, – actually, Ted, I believe we're going to get back into uh, – you know, identifying the uh, all-star games. And I think the first one right. we come back to will be in the late 80s. And I think, Marty, you're involved yeah. in that. 
So, I think Mr. Huber is uh, our guest. Yes. I do think. So there you go. The game. Back right. by popular demand. So There you go. That'll be great. Marty, you're high fluting, buddy. Absolutely. You're, high, you're a high roller, buddy. Yes, <laughs> <Right>. indeed. You <laughs> are, uh, if I can quote right. Kim Lobsicure, you're shitting in tall cotton. So that's good stuff. Oh, you know? oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Let oh. it be known that it was not my profanity. <laughs> you, might, well, you might want to bleep. That I could. Out. I can do that. I have that capability. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks a lot. And uh, Ted, I think uh, you know the guys have summarized Joe Talley's thoughts like, spot on here, and uh, what everyone's involved in doing. So, um, any other comments that you might have before we close this no, up? I don't have any. I just, uh, I've just enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's a good idea we had, and I think uh, yeah. Marty and Bob uh, added to uh, a great deal to uh, what we would have got done, just you and me. Absolutely. And uh, even though Bob's full of it, uh, right? Uh, that, <laughs> you know, that's you my roommate. Take, well, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, the Lutherans. <laughs> Lutherans are marching on his house tonight. Just so you know, I so. don't care. I don't. Care. Martin Luther put the, the 95 pieces That's right. Up. He tacked it up the there. There yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 I'm out of here. It's quite appropriate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, hey, uh, thanks a lot to everybody there, and we want to wish all of the coaches. First of all, I want to congratulate everybody that's involved in the ten, been involved in the tournament, which that's pretty much everybody because, as you mentioned, in our way we do it here in the state of Indiana, everybody's in the pool. So we are happy that uh, everyone got involved with that. Uh, we know that uh, everyone's worked hard throughout the season here, and now it's coming all to uh, fruition here with the state championship games uh, this coming Thursday excuse me, this coming Friday and Saturday uh, and this weekend down at Lucas Oil down in Indianapolis. So uh, good luck to everybody that's left. There's 12 teams left. Uh, everyone stay healthy. Uh, keep working and teaching your kids the good stuff that football teaches our young people. And uh, we really appreciate everyone tuning in. So uh, thanks for that. And uh, we'll hopefully see some of you maybe all of you down at the uh, state championships uh, this coming weekend. Uh, so for uh, Coach Ted Huber, Coach Marty Huber, and Coach Bob Bridge, I'm Coach Dave Baumgartner. Thanks for tuning in, and everyone have a super-duper week.